0: Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, March 14, 2023. It's about 3.50 in the afternoon here on the east coast of the United States. Here are two hot topics for you. The state of Ohio has filed a lawsuit against the Norfolk and Southern uh, Railroad over the February 3rd railroad uh, derailment. We're gonna show you some pictures of what this looked what this uh looked like from the sky it's absolutely uh overwhelming uh the the damage that was done if you could put that up Gary showing the fires and the uh smoke and the destruction uh to the environment uh this was a a catastrophe of monumental proportion totally caused by the railroad now they may have some other Defendants that they're going to name uh, in the lawsuit if they bought the railroad cars from someone who didn't properly uh, design or manufacture the cars, or they're just going to settle this case. This is just the state of Ohio suing the railroad for the damage to the property owned by the state of Ohio. This is not the lawsuit by individuals whose private property was damaged, whose homes were damaged, whose lungs and eyes and hands and feet and hair were damaged. So expect many, many lawsuits out of this. There might be what we call a consolidation where all the cases would be assigned to one judge and the judge attempts to resolve them all at once, but all the plaintiffs on one side of the courtroom and whatever defendants there are and in their insurance carriers on the other side. And you try and see if there's a meeting of the minds on the amount of money that the defendants will pay to the plaintiffs. This is one of those lawsuits where all of the fault is on the part of the defendants, the railroad and the people from whom they bought the cars are the people who maintain the cars. If there are people other than themselves And their insurance carriers, I say carriers because railroads usually have more than one insurance carrier. They have what's called reinsurance. That's an insurance policy to insure the original insurance company. So if they have a policy for $100 million uh, per incident, for example, uh, and this uh, incident is worth um, a couple of billion, well, they have other insurance policies with a $100 million deductible. And then they have insurance policies on top of that. Those second, third, fourth, fifth, however many there are policies are what is called in the the industry as reinsurance. As I said, this is the rare case where there's no fault whatsoever on the part of the plaintiffs. That's the state of Ohio that owned the damaged real estate and the waterways and the air and the fish in the waterways. And private property owners whose bodies and whose properties uh, were injured. It's not like an automobile accident at an intersection where the defendant says, "Yeah, I went through the red light, but you went through a stop sign, so it's as much your fault as it is mine." There's no fault, no liability on part on the part of the plaintiffs. This is the way the system uh, is supposed to work. I hope the case settles rather than it being tried. If it has to be tried, you're talking about Uh, tens of millions in legal fees, and years and years, five or six or seven years before this reaches a jury. If you're talking about settlement, well, then the case uh, could be resolved. All the cases could be resolved as soon as uh, the end of this year, in the next uh, 10 months, because the people who are injured, as I said, are totally innocent. Um, They have insurance for this, the individual homeowners. Once they accept a check from their homeowners, then they are giving up their right to sue the railroad, then their homeowners insurance carrier will sue the railroad. So it can get a little complicated. The best thing that can happen is for everybody to file those lawsuits right away, for all of them to be assigned to one judge and the one judge to resolve it as quickly as he can. Yesterday, President Biden uh, demonstrated yet again that he doesn't understand the Supreme Court jurisprudence on the right to keep and bear arms, he was in California for a uh, fundraiser um, uh, for the Democratic Party. By the way, he said something that I I think he meant to be in in a soft and sweet way, but it came across terribly. This was a fundraiser at a private home, and he told the people there he plans to give the eulogy. I'm pausing for effect. At Jimmy Carter's funeral. Now, Jimmy Carter hasn't died but he he said that when he last visited former president carter the former president asked president biden to deliver his eulogy it's a little odd to make a statement like that and it's a little insensitive since jimmy carter who is 98 years old is very much still alive i think the president didn't realize that it was a foot in the mouth and he was trying to be soft and warm about his predecessor Uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, Carter, as you know, uh, is receiving hospice care in his home. Okay. At the same fundraiser, the president signed uh, an executive order making it a little bit more difficult to buy a gun. Well, how can he do that? Okay. There are certain federal background checks mandated uh, by uh, federal law. Depends on what state you're in. In New Jersey, for example, the background check is more extensive then the state background check is more extensive than the federal background check. So it doesn't matter what he says to the feds. By going through the state background check, you've already gone through more than what the feds ask you to go through. But in many states where there is no state uh, background check, the president wants to beef up the federal background check. His theory is make it more difficult for people to buy guns. Like I said, he doesn't understand the law. Because the Heller decision, Justice Scalia, in two thousand and eight, and the Bruin decision, Justice uh, Thomas, just last year, these two decisions together make it clear that the right to own and to carry a gun is a natural fundamental right in the same category of free speech and freedom of the press, so just as he couldn't make it more difficult to buy a book or to own a printer or to publish your own opinion, he can't, under the law, make it more difficult to own or buy a gun, which is why I think he's probably doing this so he can wave to the crowd and say, I'm doing my best to keep you safe. It's those nine uh, black-robed, unaccounted uh, uh, jurists on the Supreme Court that are making things more difficult. No, Joe, it's the Constitution you don't understand and it's the Supreme Court of the United States states which says the Second Amendment means what it says, which you refuse to acknowledge. The, the executive order he signed yesterday will go nowhere. Uh, it will help him pander to the crowds amongst the anti-gun people. But for those who believe that the Constitution means what it says, as the Supreme Court does, worry not. Morris, we get it at four o'clock in just a few minutes. Tony Schaefer, on how dangerous is it for uh, Russian fighter jets to have a a mid-air collision with an American drone over the Black Sea just a few miles from Russia. Judge Napolitano. Oh, like and subscribe if you like this. Judge, Judge Napolitano for Judging freedom.